0: Mahinui Kawkoto. I'm Tania Carr, and you're listening to the Real Talk podcast. Here at Real Talk, we create space for authenticity, awareness, and making a positive impact on the world around us. Real talk, real people, real stories. Ngā mihi nui ki katoa nai mai hoki mai ki te kaupapa Real Talk. I'm Tania Ka, and in this episode you're going to hear the truly inspirational kōrero from Georgia Latu. Georgia took the stage at our Real Talk mōngā rangatahi event in Waihopai, Invercargill, sharing her success story of being the largest poi manufacturer in the world. But get this. She started her business Pōtiki Poi when she was only 12 years old. Now, more recently with an order of 30,000 poi to make for the women's rugby World Cup, Georgia has created mahi for her fāno and friends, paying living wage and creating a working environment of manakitanga, kaitiakitanga and of course, heaps of fun because that's how she rolls. Now 16, Georgia shares with us what goes on behind the scenes. She is vulnerable and heartfelt. The long days, the lack of sleep, the constant demands of having to travel and be at her peak. But she keeps on keeping on because she's on a mission. This wahine is one of the most selfless, incredible young ladies I have ever come across. I would describe her as a as a humble woman. her wahine humāria ia. We look forward, Georgia, to seeing the incredible achievements that you continue to achieve throughout your life. Now, here's a whakatauke that Georgia shared with us on the night. It's also one of my favourites. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Tu te hopo, mai Now, it's important to note that there are some triggering subjects in this kōrero, so if you get triggered... There are some support contact numbers listed in the show notes for you to utilise. Here is George's story.
1: Kia ora, ko George, tia tia wha'atu e se la tu, tōku ingo. Uh, he hei ki ngā whakapapa tēnei o ngā kui nui tōnu o kaitahu whā anora. E tikauma awono o kua And I am... Let's figure this one together. That's a laser. That look cool. Where, where am I supposed to put this guy? There we go. Okay. Kia I am the owner of the world's largest porn manufacturing business and I am 16 years old. So throughout this corridor, i I've taught Aotearoa, speaking to thousands of tamariki, that's something that I do. I work with uh, NYLD, it's called National Young Leaders Day, and um, there's about a thousand kids at each door here and I talk about my business and what it's like being young and owning a business. But with this corridor, Mum and I at home were thinking, "Well, we've never told the real story, and so a lot of people see the glitz and the glam um, of travelling and meeting people." And um, fa uh, hunaunga me erao, There's real talk b- behind my life, and throughout the corridor, I might get a little sad because there's some some tough things that we go through. But tu fiti a te hopo, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. So that's that's my motto, and um, I couldn't do it without my whanau. So. Fun is the key, I think that drives me, and I need to kōrero, goodbye. So, throughout my kōrero, I'll have three key Kopapa and the real me behind it all. So, Kopapa tūatahi is the hunger stage of pōtuki poi. So, as I said, pōtuki is the largest poi manufacturing company in the world, and what's funny is people say, well, how do you know that? And so, throughout the kōrero, we'll get to some of the awesome things that we've been up to, and the real all behind what's behind the scenes that most people don't know about Portuguese poi. So we have our core hunger stage, and here's how we started. So I started my business when I was 12 years old, uh, making poi on Mum's Facebook page, and in three days we managed to fundraise $1,000. And so from there we realised that this not only has an oh, opportunity to create a business, but has the opportunity to give back to our fa'ānu and um, our community as well, and uh, helping each other out. So Through that, we went to a business boot camp in Waikato and won People's Choice Awards, and then it exploded. So, yeah, it's been about nearly four years since I started the business, and we're here. So, a little bit about who we are is that our ingwa recognizes our past, present, and future. So, in early 2019, when I started the business, my baby brother Api was born. Uh, So, Api's born with uh, trisomy 21, also known as Down syndrome. And so, when he was born, we realized quite quickly, that he had a lot more barriers than those who don't have diverse abilities. And that's another thing we discovered, is we don't like using the term disability. We use the term diverse ability as it empowers our whānau. And so through that, um, we acknowledge our future, our api being our Portuki, our youngest child, and then we acknowledge our past. So, Tahu Portuki, my ancestor who led my people from the north to the south. And then our present, Portuki poi. And Portuki poi has three main ethos, And this is the logo that mum made with my first ever pair of poi. So, we have three main kopapa of Portugui Pue. Tuatahi, Tino, Rangatiratanga. So revitalising all taonga Māori and um, all things Māori in the process. Through te reo, uh, through taonga, through kopapa as much as we can. Tuarua, diverse abilities. So ensuring that Api, when he grows up, we hope that this Pākehi goes to him. But no doubt he wants to be like a builder or something else. But he's three years old at the moment. And... So we acknowledge our whānau with diverse abilities by working with them. So we employ people with diverse abilities to work in our workforce. And just last week, we counted how many people have worked at Portikipoe, and we counted 200 people have come through Portikipoe with employment and have left and gone on to do their kaupapa. That's something cool. And then our third cover a pōtuki poi, is eco-friendly. So making sure that all of our taonga are kamanaki ia papatuanuku waka So that's our main priority, is um, making sure that papatuanuku is looked after tangaroa um, and everything in the process. Kapai. So that's a little bit about Pōtuki And here are some of our awesome milestones. So in 2019, I was 12, I turned 13, I pitched to my first large audience The 48-hour so to start at boot camp. And then it was like 300 people, and oh my gosh, I was I was so scared. But I had mum with me, and mum uh, is a lecturer at the University of Otago, and so it was quite normal for me to see that much people in the crowd, which was pretty funny because it was my time and not mum's time anymore. So it kind of, yeah, changed, swap paths. Anyways, I did a live interview on the project, pitched to a Dragon's Den in Oteputi, won Girlboss of New Zealand Trailblazer Award, and registered my business. 2020, uh, 13 to 14, I applied for te funding, went to the NZ gift fairs and home fairs, chosen to represent uh, NZ at, in Dubai um, as an ambassador, but it was cancelled due to COVID, and I was invited to a keynote speak at a number of events all over the mutu. 2021, last year, I was invited to more keynote speaking events all over the country, including NYLD and Festival for the Future and the Final Auto Symposium, and won Māori Television's Young Achievers Award, and won another prestigious award, Top Secret as it was postponed due to COVID. And then 2022, we're here in the present. Uh, turned 16 about three weeks ago. And um, at the start of the year, we wrote a book. So in lockdown, um, it wasn't much to do. Mum, mum and I were thinking, well, do we keep the pākehi? Um, do we sell our pākehi? Or what can we do to help our whānau and help Uh We wrote a book, um, just like normal people do in lockdown. So uh, at the start of this year, we published the book and I'm now an official author, which is pretty crazy. And I couldn't have done it without mum as well. So I wrote the book on the pop of poi. A lot of people asked me about how to use your poi, but actually we know that. Not many people know where our poi came from. So Mihi is our puka puka, and it's also on our website. I'm going to check it out. And then we started TikToks. So mum was always like pressuring me, like, George, start a TikTok, start a TikTok. And I was like... You know, the algorithms, like I don't know if I'll blow up or not. But um we started that this year, uh and opened a dance academy. So myself and one of my good mates, Abby, um, we uh, started New Zealand's first ever Poi Hip Hop Dance Academy in Ottoputy and we're hoping to <laughs> <laughs> we're hoping to use it as a space for Rangatahi to be who they are and not in the kapahaka world. So um growing up I loved hip hop and I loved kapahaka, but um, it came to a time where I actually had to decide which one I wanted. And of course, I um, went with my manawa my, my and I went with kapahaka. But for those tamariki growing up making that decision, I didn't think it was quite fair because hip-hop was $8,000 um, for, I think, two terms. And so we wanted to make sure that kura poi was accessible to everybody. So we ended up getting everyone free packs. And uh, we have about 100 taui to come in and out of kura poi uh, every week. So we still run classes as well. And then we won more business awards. Hopefully next month it will still be on. Hope the COVID doesn't ruin that. And um, lots more has happened. And um, being here as well to um, share our korero. Oh, my, the So this is uh, one of our heiropu, um from Balclutha. So they actually drive down every Tuesday and Thursday to be a part of Kurapoi and to use Poi in a different way. That's not, not so harsh. So I reckon Kapahaka... But especially our babies, if you're not in a kura or in an environment where it's there to build you up, it's kiraro, hope, kiraro. And so with the kura Poi, we've made sure that it's a wahi Homuru, because that's the way that our culture should be accessed, is through wahi home safe spaces. And what was really going on for me? So yeah, I started when I was 12, and through being 12 and 16, I've had a lot of barriers. One, just being Māori, two, just being a wahine, and three, just being a rangatahi. So I've had a lot of people say, well, you know, when especially when I was 12, oh, so who, whose business? Like, oh, is that your uncle's business? And i like, no, sorry, it's my business. But a lot of people look over me, and a lot of people look over rangatahi, and I'm over it, uh, because if you've got an idea, you can do it, anybody, any age. And so when I was growing up, it was hard with that. And then it was also hard finding my feet in that weird, like, 12 stage, you know, transitioning, especially because I had one. I wasn't allowed to go out very much as I had a stalker at one point. And um, also through that, you know, just being able to make new friends that wanted to be my friend. So, was, you know, it's kind of hard being 12, but through that, so that's something not many people see, is that actually it took a toll on my mental health, um, having to be Georgia. So, me and mum say that I've got like an alter ego. I'm George at home. That's my legit name. And then I'm Georgia on stage. So, not many people know that, um, George was crumbling while Georgia was shining out the front. So, that was a little bit about what was happening through evolution of Otsuki Boy. And mum put that in there. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, it's the real you, George. And I'm like, okay, well, that, that's that one. This is the little George. Yeah, change that one. Guy! <laughs> Here we go. So, we started our business. A lot of people doubted us. Um, they said, well, you should just stop here and scale down. We don't think poi is ever going to evolve. And if you'd asked me when I was 12 years old, where do you see poi? I would have said, I want to walk into a shop and buy Aotearoa original poi. But I want to buy poi made in China. I want to buy Aotearoa original poi. And so, just uh, last year, we were selected for Keto Countdown. And Kete Countdown is a program to help small here get their products into countdown. So now we stock 30 countdowns all across the motu. And here's mum. She was so happy because she had to go across all 30 stores my mum and my dad did. All of them in one week. So that is like traveling from the top all the way down. So that was them. That was all them. And I did Dunedin because I was in Dunedin, so might as well. But here are our beautiful taonga, and um, now that young 12-year-old Georgia can, can do that, but if i had listened to those people that told me to stop where you are, this isn't going anywhere, you're 12, you shouldn't be thinking, you know, none of this would happen, and the next ahurea wouldn't have access to our beautiful taonga. And so through um, resilience, uh, persevering, and two fiti te rupo, feeling the fear, and doing it anyway, we've managed to achieve um, stocking 30 countdowns in Aotearoa. Aotearoa whane. And hopefully, like, Australia soon, that's that's what are we doing? What is that? Can we can we switch the slide? I think I was just gonna tell you guys if that's okay. Okay, so what was really happening during this, this is the part where I might I'm like crap crack a joke or something. (laughs) So the real thing behind this in July my friends and I went out we went out to song. And we were hanging out. And a couple weeks before that, my seventh-old cousin passed away. <laughs> I never got to meet him, but we decided to go to Megazone because they wanted to lift me up. My friends knew that I was sad. So as we were there, we got the phone call. <laughs> my best friend had a heart attack. And at only, how oh, old was he, Tux? 14, 13. At only 14 years old. So for those three days, we waited with him in the hospital. And we passed away. He's been my best friend since I, was, since I was born. And when that happened, we were trying to do countdown and we are trying to push on. But I don't know about you guys, but losing a best friend was the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my entire life. He was 14. He was too young. We grew up together, we argued together, played softball together, and he was the kind of six siblings as well. And it's funny. And so when this happened, and all of Countdown was happening, the day that he had his nehu at Otaku Marae mum and I got into a, on a plane and went up to Countdown to talk to the CEO on this huge board table after I had just... Felt the worst pain in my entire life. And that's something that I have never shared. Actually, if you don't know me, you wouldn't know that. Um, my best friend passed away. And in 2019, when we started the business, my queer passed away. And so there's been a lot of losses. But when I look back, I do it for them. I do it for Takahui, I do it for my queer Because this is what Portakipoe is about. It's about coming together as a collective and pushing on and making a change for our iwi. So that's what was happening behind closed um, doors. So tonight when I talk, I talk for Takahui and our whanau. They have gone through a loss, a huge, huge loss. And that's the real war talk about all of this, is that you might have, you might see all of the glam, but behind closed doors, this is what's happening to our whanau. Quite a lot. Which is it's another one. But yeah, that's how um, what was happening back then. And so in his memory, I got my first tamako. I, you can't even see them. I got them uh, representing our tupuna because um, they have made me who I am. My best friend made me who I am. My kui, well, had a part in creating me. And so through that, I was honored to receive my first tamako. And mum was like cracking up. She's like, if you put that in, no doubt all these rangatahi wanting tamako now. <laughs> But um, it's for them, and so through this party he um, I represent. Okay, and then now we're at our final third couple. So, has anyone been watching the Rugby World Cup, the Women's Rugby World Cup? Bye, awesome. So, you might have noticed some poi flying around the background. Well, what's really cool is that um, we were actually a part of it, and so we have made twenty-two thousand poi to go into the Rugby World Cup. In, uh, I think, five weeks, we we made that home, mm-hmm. And so um, we're still making poi. So as soon as well, we're not staying in Waipaupae tonight, we're actually going straight back to Otepute. Back, back in the morning, we'll be back at the poi shop making all these poi. But through that, we've had 200 volunteers come through, and we've been able to employ um, full-time and part-time 15 people. And so from 2019, just being mum and I, so having a workforce of 15, but then a body of 200 to uh, provide jobs for our whānau. Uh, First time employment for one of my best friends. There's Takere. She's Kai hap. She was like, oh, am I not going to work today? He's like, yep, come with me. And so through that, we um, have created um, history-making opportunities. We've never seen poi used outside of or well, Not often. And so I'm very humbled to be a part of this history-making opportunity. Um, alongside um, some other poi makers as well. But um, we have the blessing of being able to provide. I think just just over thirty thousand poi, uh, will be going um, into our stands. So that was our first idea, was two. And then they're like, oh, let's make VIP poi, and so black friends and all of those couple, um, they all have VIP. And then they're like, now let's just give everybody one. So that makes it easier on us to just create one progressive. And we ended up designing the tikanga um, of poi alongside Nativato with this. And so um, how to take care of your poi, to protect your voter and to keep a tikka, um, is, is huge for educating Aotearoa. A lot of people said, oh, I can't wait until I see poi being thrown onto the field, head around, trampled on. But actually, I think this is probably one of the the coolest things I've ever seen, is seeing Aotearoa and other motu come together to respect our tonga as it should be respected. And so that's a first ever. And I'm just so happy to be part of it. I thought I'd share with you what we're going through um, with trying to make this happen. So here's one normal-looking day at Mahi. Um, so all of my mates, kura friends, most of the kura, we even got a akumanga to come in. We got a class to come in from my school to help um, manufacture these. And here's us um, the night we completed 10,000 poi. And so in every box, you see, there's 200 poi, 200 in each box. And we were, it was 2 a.m., and we were, like, done. And so we were, like, Dip. Let's take the photo and continue over the, well, how many more? <laughs> the next 20,000. So we're still going and we're still pushing. But what was really going on? What was really going on is that every night um, I would go home at 1 a.m. And I still go home at 1 a.m. And what else was going on was that I was being interviewed every day, uh, having to wake up really early, um, and then balance could it. A lot of people ask, how do you balance life? And I say I don't. Because I don't know anybody that does know how to balance their life. And if you do, well, ka for you. But um, this is real. This is Pākehī life. So when people were saying, stay down there, I had my doubts. I said, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't go anywhere. But if no one's going to do it now, who will? And so that's what I say when a lot of people tell me, oh, when do you have time to be at rāngatahi? When do you have time to, like, you know, you know, be a young person? I said, well, I... I have the privilege of being able to create this change in Aotearoa and why wouldn't I do it? And so that's why I want to get as many of my rangatahi here. so probably about 50% of all of the workers at Botiki Poi are young people, which I think is huge, is um, making changes. So what was really going on is that we are so sleep deprived, uh, we are told, um, well I am told to stop and if I do then who's going to do it, who, when. All of that stuff. So that's a little bit about what's going on at the moment. And here's my final little bit. Hey, fucker, cuppy, Is that I've lost uh, loved ones over the past four years. I've worked hard over the past four years. And I love my family. To leave it, a lot of people ask me, a, a common part of Tau is, like, who drives you? Um, what? Why do you do what you do? And um, how do you do it? And I say, surround yourself with people that are going to help you grow. It is my one liner right there. If I could give any piece of advice, it would be surround yourself with people that will help you grow because through those people, you can create, you can at your kitty and then make something beautiful out of it. And so I wouldn't be able to do what I do without my whanau, without my 200 clan of Ngati Portiki pui behind us. And so, yeah, I'd like to leave us off that. And I feel the fear and do it anyways. 2.50 o te hobo Mairangi too Through everything Through grief we have whanau Through hard times we have whanau Through, through making 30,000 poi We have whanau there And so we need to lean on each other But we have to look after each other So one thing with Portuguese poi Is that we look after our kaimahi We provide lunch, we provide dinner Breakfast is needed Shelter for our whanau as well And so um, we want to feel the fear And do it together
0: yeah.
1: Ke ora. ngā mihi.
0: real talk could be coming to a town near you so check out the real talk website www.realtalknz.co.nz or follow us on our instagram at real underscore talk underscore nz to find out where we'll be next i got you real talk